The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. All right. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. Have another awesome guest here out of North Carolina. They're actually in the mountains right now, enjoying some, uh, some R&R, maybe, or some development too, but it's Paul Safrit out of North Carolina. Paul, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Cody. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk to you, man. Cool. Well, Paul, so you're, you've been doing solar really well in the Carolinas, but for those of you, those people that like are the first time hearing your name, tell us a little bit about Paul. Yeah, so I've been in the industry uh, going on five years now. Um, what's kind of unique about me is I started a solar company uh, while I was in college, um, ECU, Go Pirates. Um, where I was actually making portable solar systems. So I was wiring cells together, um, attaching them to inverters, um, charge controllers, um, really more for camping and tailgating, um, kind of just to get my feet wet, um, really learn about the industry. Um, sold a lot of advertisements. Um, then I hopped in for a, a Palmetto dealership. Uh, and now I, I help run a big brokerage. Um, we work with lots of different installers. Uh, here in the Carolinas and probably in about 13 other states as well. Okay, so you're you're in college, you're making these solar, these local, these small solar things, whatever. Was that because you like thought solar was cool or because you're like, hey, I can make an easy buck doing this for tailgating parties? Yeah, so it was, um, it was really more because th I thought it was cool, man. It was really a, uh, a light bulb moment, you know, where, you know, finals are wrapping up, I'm studying for everything. Um, you know, just stand up all night. And then uh, I live at the beach. So I wanted to make beach carts, like fishing carts that had solar on it. Because uh, then I get to live at the beach all summer and don't have to go to have a, a real a real job. Um, and that really snowballed uh, as a part of the entrepreneurship program at ECU. Uh, really did a lot of like venture capital, seed funding type of stuff that definitely gave me a lot of encouragement um, and some finances to kind of keep pushing it forward. Okay, so how long did you do that? And then when did you decide to make the transition to like bigger solar projects like residential? Yeah, so I did that for about three years, uh, really just developed that up. Uh, and then once I graduated in May of 2018, I uh, just hopped right in the industry. Um, okay. I had kind of already done some interviews uh, January, February of that year um, with different companies here in Raleigh, kind of, kind of all over East Coast. Uh, and found a pretty good fit with a, a Charleston-based company um, and, and really, really enjoyed that. You know, had no real door-to-door -door experience. Um, that, was, that was a lot of fun in those first, you know, couple months, um, just banging and slanging. Um, but I found that since I had such a passion for it, um, you know, the doors are just the doors. You know, they are what they are. Um, if you have a passion, that kind of really exudes through to, to customers. Yeah, so you, you went to college, you finished college, you started doing door-to-door -door solar. Were your parents or friends or anything a little bit questioning about that? Were they like, 
ball like are you sure you know what you're doing or were they like totally yeah. gung-ho like yeah fire away it's your young kid just try it see what happens yeah it was definitely uh definitely some hesitancy you know you move back and live with my parents I didn't want to be there obviously nobody does uh and I didn't make a commission check for probably four months you know and it's just if you don't eat if you don't hunt you don't eat you know and so it's it's I had some really supportive parents uh and that was really great but a lot of my friends are, are, yeah, going out and working, you know, a new tech job or a software developer or whatever. You know, nothing's guaranteed in this industry, but um, I like that hunger. I like that kind of changing environment. So. so what made it so you stuck around for four flipping months without a paycheck? Man, you're telling me, man. Um, I had I had a little bit of nest egg money saved up from from running the company, so I wasn't uh luckily i didn't have to just eat ramen um and and kind of do the the real college thing still uh, I, I had a decent a bit of money uh, and i did some side gigs as well um you know ubered around people and and stuff like that just to just to kind of tide me over um you know but obviously in you know in solar you've got those long lag times until commission checks come in um but i'll never i'll never forget the day i made my first deal as a cash deal uh, she just handed me a check and I was like, wow, this is a huge adrenaline rush. I'm not, I'm going to just keep doing this. So, yeah. So, so you had your first sale, but what made you like, what made it click? Like it took four months and I'm sure that something clicked before then, but when, when was it like you decided, oh, this is actually something I want to stick with for a while? Yeah. Well, I, I think ultimately it's, it's, it's being that you can be an entrepreneur, right? And I knew if I, if I quit, then I'd quit it on myself. Right. Yeah. You feel beholden to a company, but if I, if I threw in the towel or if I, you know, stop knocking that day, I, I quit on myself and I had to look myself in the mirror at, you know, in the basement of my parents' house, you know? And so I think it was, it was really pushing myself and I, I really had a great company culture with the first company I worked with that, that really did continue to push me, push me really, really well. Um, but I mean, those two things contributed to, so yeah, getting through that first hump and, and now here we are. So getting through your first hump and getting on your journey, like what were some key things that helped you like get momentum? Not like, was it more like the lead gen side or was it more the like closing side or, or both? Like what, what were key milestones in your journey that helped you get momentum? Yeah. So I, once I, I really do enjoy being in the house more. And I, I think that really does give you a lot of momentum. Um, I'm really big on connecting on a, on a relationship level with homeowners, even if they don't do solar, I want to get to know them a lot. Uh, and I could really learn and connect to them. Uh, and that translates to deals. Um, and once those deals started coming in, I was able to buy an electric car. So then I'm that, that electric connection always reminds me of, Hey, I've got to be out there prospecting for solar and, and getting it done cool so, so the so you have you, your car helps that's cool what kind of car did you get oh uh, it's a bmw i3 i3 is nice so that, i imagine for when you pull up that pull up in that car and a customer to a customer's home they're a little more like oh wow this guy's actually legit solar dude because he drives an electric car uh, yeah but also help. like bringing value to a customer like helping somebody out like define what that means because everybody defines that differently right and that's that's why we have so many different companies is how someone brings value to someone's life is different. Like how do you do that in your, in your business, in your sales? Yeah. So sort of like we talked about before, 
um, before we hopped on this, I'm really big on networking and connecting people together. Okay. Um, so, and I think that really was, was brought on from getting a, a degree in entrepreneurship, you know, at ECU and, and being tight knit in a small business scenario. And I almost look at each customer as a, as a small business. What are some other assets that I can bring to them that help them be, be profitable, be successful, be happy? Um, you know, whether that's a, a handyman that can come and, and fix things or, you know, I see that their wall has got crayons from their kids all over the place and I have a, a painter come out, you know, and just and paint the wall for them. Um, you know, different little things like that really connecting with those homeowners and bring value beyond just saving them some money with solar. Uh, I think that's, that's really been big and that, that pushes me to, to be accountable to those homeowners. Yeah. And you mentioned something there, you mentioned networking groups. Now, traditionally in solar, most of the time we go at it door to door, right? Cause that's, that's one easy because we can say, Hey, look, that home, it's got a really sunny roof. I'm going to knock on their door cause they'll probably get solar. There's no disqualifications, right? Yeah. Um, or, or we pay for leads, but you said specifically networking, like what, what networking strategies do you use to help keep your business afloat? Um, you know, a lot of what I do is just networking with real estate agents, specifically, um, mortgage agents, um, real, uh, roofers, HVAC companies, mm -hmm. um, people that are in the house with, with qualified homeowners, you know, they're not working with, with renters uh, of any kind. Um, typically those people are, are focusing more on high income individuals as well. Um, people that could qualify credit wise. Um, and, and as I build those relationships with the agents, um, they really trust me with, with their business, um, and helping to continue to provide value for their, their homeowners. So was that now a lot of times I've heard a lot of people try to do that, but they, they kind of cap out because it's not like easy, like it's not easy money. Like not that door to door is easy money, but it's quick money. It's like, I knock on the door, I see results. Was it yeah. like, I talked to an HVAC person, I joined a networking group and I got instant leads. Was it that, was it that quick or did it take some time to develop those relationships? I, it definitely takes a little bit of time. Um, but what, what really holds true is, is that givers gain. The more, that, the more value you can give, the more value you gain from, from those people. And I think it's the same in the house as well. The more value you can give to homeowners, the more genuine advice and, and kindness that you can give to them, uh, the more deals that you're going to have come in your pipeline. But okay. on a networking side, um, you know, it definitely does take a while to, to build those relationships. It's not pass out a card and get 10 leads from everybody. Um, you have to go and, and sit down and have coffee and, you know, get to know their kids and their, their wife and, and sort of their situation. Um, but once you do that, then, then that relationship really does open up because we're, we're all professionals and we're all out there to try to, to help each other make money. So, yeah. So, so walk me through, let's say you're like with a real estate agent and you're trying to get them to, well, to bring value to them, but also obviously you want to get deals. So like, what does that look like? Cause or what value do you bring a real estate agent? I mean, obviously they can bring you value by giving you a customer and, and, and selling them a deal, but what, like, how does that work? Yeah, so what I typically do is I go and do a lunch and learn with the entire office. And so I'll go out and buy uh, you know, a bunch of box lunches and come out and do a you know, 20, 30 minute presentation specifically tailored to how they can make more money when homes have solar on them. Okay. Um, we, we specifically have, have several installers that use the Pearl certification so that the new appraisal is done 
and these real estate agents can see the documents. Um, and it's, it's really a win-win because they can all list the home for more money, right? And they understand this industry. They have, you know, a new sharp tool. Um, but I don't come in there asking for business. I come in there educating and, and bringing lunch, right? Uh, I come in and just, you know, have fun, you know, kind of keep it light and just say, hey, this is something you guys probably didn't know about. As you're going to run into it more and more, you know, this is the good things to know. Uh, and then obviously now I'm, a, now I'm an expert in that. And those guys continue to call me, you know, as they come up with people that may be looking for a listing with solar, right? They may be looking for uh, a great way to sell their house that already has it um, and move into another house that, that we can come and put solar on. Um, I think as far as when you do that, then when you do that effectively, you can grasp the entire office, which can be hundreds of agents, right? Um, and now you have a, a little sales force that's out there. Oh, okay. When I see solar, I think about Paul, right? Cause he came in and gave me Panera. Yeah. That, that, maybe that's the secret. Maybe, maybe you're, cause you're bringing Panera, not Wendy's. They're exactly. giving you more deals, right? So that's, that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's why you listen to this podcast. You need to learn that real estate agents like Panera, not Wendy's or Subway. Exactly. <laughs> they don't eat junk. They don't eat junk. I think if I brought them steaks and shrimp, they, they just love me and they lay down and give me all their business, but don't got it in the budget. It's going to be exciting to see. Do you know where you want to move? Let, let's, let's try get any place you want to move to outside of North Carolina. Is it outside of North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely outside North Carolina. Um, we're opening up a coastal division here in the state, um, but I'd love to look at South Carolina as a market. I think it's really interesting. Uh, and then I have some Texas roots as well, so I wouldn't mind going down to the, to the Lone Star State. Uh, I think there's some really exciting things happening there, uh, the transition from big oil, uh, and I've got a lot of family down there I haven't seen in, in several years, so um, you know that'd be cool to open a market down there. Um, so. I, I'm waiting for one for someone to say they want to open up a market in Alaska, but um, <laughs> somewhere gotta, warm, Texas, yeah, South Carolina. I, <laughs> love it. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. So Paul Safrit, follow his journey. You can, you can friend him on Facebook or follow him, see where he goes. Paul, I really appreciate your insights, especially in networking. We don't do a lot of that. Um, and I think yeah. there, there's a ton of value in networking and, and just providing value. And it's good to see that someone has, has done it and got results. Uh, thanks for coming on and we'll keep in touch.